The Club Championship Show on OTB Sports. Brilliant game of hurling, edge your seat stuff, Tony Kelly, masterclass from start to finish. To win a Connacht Senior Championship is uh, it's special. The Club Championship Show. Subscribe to the GEA podcast feed on the OTB Sports app now. Mark your card in association with Betway. Who are you backing? Underdog or favourite? 18 plus. Bet the responsible way. Visit dunlouis.net. Welcome to our Football Tipping Podcast. Mark your card here on Off the Ball. I'm John Duggan and Mark your card football is all in association with Betway. Get Ireland customer exclusive free bets, boosts and super boosts on the World Cup and more. 18 plus T's and C's apply. Bet the responsible way. To look ahead to the 2022 FIFA World Cup final between France and Argentina this Sunday afternoon, we're delighted to be joined by the former League of Ireland and FAI Cup winning player, Graeme Gartland. Graeme, how's the form with you? I'm good. How are you, John? Yeah, good. Thanks, Graham. Uh, can't wait for this. Like everybody else, I think on Sunday, a real glamour tie, a real romantic occasion with Messi and Mbappe and everything. What have you made of the World Cup in general in terms of the enjoyment factor for yourself, Graham, and the quality of the play? I think some of it's been really good. I, th- I think it's been played um, in the right way at times as well. Obviously, the Argentina-Holland game gets a bit feisty, but there's, there's a lot on it. There's a lot riding on it. But you see, like... Brazil, Croatia, and how they were treating each other after the game, I thought was excellent. Some of the football's been great. Um, I think they've played in sports. I don't think it's been all action in, in terms of uh, there hasn't been many teams pressing really high and, and going for it from, from the start. I think they've um, teams have sort of eased themselves into the tournament by whether it's in certain games or they've played in fits and starts and in sports and they've managed, I think the two teams have managed the tournaments really well in that they've played for 20 minutes, uh, relaxed. You even seen Argentina during the day against Croatia, the first 30 minutes, they, they brought them on a little bit and then were able to counter-attack them and ease themselves into the game. But some of it's been excellent. Some of the play has been excellent. Messi's lit it up at times as well and Bappe has lit it up. Um, so the there's been moments where they've been fantastic and, and there's obviously been great stories in the terms of Morocco uh, breaking into the top four as well in terms of getting to a semi-final. So um, disappointed to see Brazil go out in the way they went out. I, I was disappointed in that sense. Um, I thought they would have went for a lot further. Um, and you see the difference between them and Argentina is Argentina don't mind suffering in games and getting through spells to know that they, they have the quality of Messi that, that can produce moments up top. So Messi, 35 years of age now, the last chance, Graham. Um, it's, if there's a fairy tale script, this is it on Sunday if, if he wins it. How do you feel he's changed his game as a, as a 35-year-old now vis-a-vis 10 years ago, for example? Yeah, I, I, I see that they talk about 1v1 situations. He's probably not able to get away from players in, and as in the way he used to, that he, he, he would beat them and then like they'd stay beaten. They weren't getting back on him. I think he uses his body so well. I think he, you see even with the goal that he sets up, the tour, the tour goal for Argentina, the assist, how well he uses his body in that he hits them forced to then get that little half a yard of space. We've seen it with the little check that he done in one of the games against Holland where he, he check, he threatens to, to go at, at the boy. It makes the defender drop off and that gives him that little half yard to play a pass. And all he needs is them little half yards. He's still clinical when he gets in front of goal. Um, but you, you can tell he's become a bit of an all-round, not an all-round player than what he used to be, but he still has these moments where he dribbles. They're just not as frequent as they used to be. 
But I always loved his creativeness and the way he plays the game. And, and he's always looking to play forward. He's always looking for that killer ball. He's always looking to see how he can create a goal, uh, either for himself or for a teammate. And he does it in a way that it's just, it makes you giggle. It makes you laugh. He plays little pops through and just follows it. You very rarely see him do sort of skills in terms of step overs or, or little flick, like little things that you go, he's not doing that and that like Ronaldo would do where he's throwing legs over the ball. But I just think he's he plays the game at a different level in his head than, than most people have ever seen. And I was lucky to see him live a few years ago and he was the exact same. Does he need to win this World Cup, uh, Graham, to be labelled the greatest of all time or is that unfair on him? I don't know. I, I, I feel his longevity compared to Maradona has, has set him apart. I think I think the eras, you can compare the different eras. The nutrition's better, the pitches are better, injuries are, are, are better, the, the tackle from behind is outlawed. Maradona's performance in the 86 World Cup will still be one of the greatest individual performances from any player. With that, I've, I've probably... Pele's in 70 was up there as well, but Maradona scored five goals and got five assists in that World Cup. Uh, you touched on it, the last assist he gets in the final to win a 3-2 after Germany come back um, when all the momentum was with them is exceptional. Um, but I think Messi's longevity, and if he tops it off with this World Cup, I think he does go down as probably the greatest player um, to play the game. Now, the rest of the Argentina team, how have they done in your view? So Manchester City's Julian Alvarez is delivering up front. He's a young player. And the rest of the players seem better than four years ago. Yeah, I, I also think there's a hunger and a, and a, and how would you say there's not many where you go they're all superstars other than Messi and 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 the function to allow Messi to be what he is and they're willing to do that. Um, McAllister at Brighton, who's had who's having a great season for them, has been brilliant in midfield. The Paul as well, they're willing to do the work and they're chipping in them with important goals and important moments in the games. Otamendi at the back, uh, Martinez comes on as well and and plays. They're all functioning to allow Messi to be creative and, and he's delivering in that and they're delivering and allowing him to do it. So they're, they're really working as a team. Um, and, and like you said, they're willing to suffer in games. They're willing to sit in and defend. They're willing to defend their box. They're willing. I thought the, I thought the, where I thought he really excelled was the second, the extra time against Holland, John. I was really right. impressed with them. I thought, do you know what? All the momentums with Holland here. They scored a last minute free kick that's unbelievable. They're all, they're all celebrating the corner. And then Argentina just took the game away from them. They just started passing the ball. Now, I thought I was disappointed in Holland in that sense, same way I was disappointed in England, where when you have a team like that and they're on the ropes, you got to, you got to make a count. Uh, but Argentina really showed their quality and, and the fact that, that they're getting this as a team to basically take the momentum away from Holland and ultimately win on the penalty shootout. Their manager, Lionel Scaloni, I've been very impressed with him. He's not afraid to change things up, change tactics, improvise. What do you expect him to do against France then? Um, the, they both start to play similar ways and that they, they, yeah, they don't drop off almost. to a medium block, John, and, and that they try and play in transitions a little bit. But it's not it's not a low block where they're defending the box or they're parking the bus or anything like that. They'll, they'll, they'll defend um, in that midfield area and it allows them then to get the goal quicker. That, that, they play in that 30, 40 yard burst where they can get the goal. Um, so they're very similar in how they do that. Um, do they, do they watch the England game back to see how England did, uh, coped with Mbappe? You know, the two midfielders for France, Fofana and Tosh, Toshimeni are going to have to 
basically try and stop Messi and look over his shoulder? Do they then sacrifice? Do they play play going forward? But they've adapted as the games as the games have gone on. They, they obviously have to be careful of Mbappe and they have to be stop deliveries as well because for all Giroud doesn't do he 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 stays in between the goals John and he's and he's willing to put his head on things and he's and he's he gets on the end of a lot for what service he gets and so if they, if they're able to stop the crosses from wide areas it might nullify Giroud's presence in the box but again they're willing to to allow France to have the ball for certain periods of the game and catch them on the counter attack and I have been impressed. You know, I thought they were a little bit too emotional in, in the Mexico game. They've come out with that a little bit more relaxed. Once they got that game out of the way and they knew they were going to come out of the group, I thought they've relaxed into the tournament a little bit more and they've shown that quality. And we had spoke about it that obviously we went with Brazil, but we thought that Argentina were going to be the team. It was going to be a South American team or France that would be in the final. Um, and, and they've really shown that togetherness and why they've only lost one game in 40 matches. Absolutely, Graham. And we spoke about Messi there. Mbappe, I just think he's fantastic. In both Morocco goals that Morocco conceded, he was involved, especially with the second goal. He was his, just his close control was amazing. He scored really, really good goals earlier in the tournament. He's just so dangerous. He's so fast. He's so skillful. Uh, he doesn't really track back, obviously, but a bit like Messi, you can afford that if you have a talent like that in your team. Yeah, he's it. A- to be honest, you, you see him when he makes his movements. His movements are very. Um, everything's done with a pace about it. That he, he, if he if he's checking to go to feet, he's going to do it with a pace. If he's checking to go over the top, he's going to go in short and spin, and he's done at a pace. The 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 what he does really well, and I've seen it in one of the games, and it, he wasn't picked out. Instead of him attacking the back post, he comes across like he's, he wants cut back from the penalty spot and Giroud is the one that peels to the back post. And that can be difficult to pick up because as a fullback, you're taught to stay with your centre back that if Giroud, if Giroud peels or the centre forward peels to a, to a, into a back post area, it gets passed on to a fullback. But then the fullback is occupied and it frees up, um, Mbappe around the penalty spot for cutbacks. But he does that with such a pace and a ferocity about him. And he's he is electric, and 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 he's and he fear he puts the fear into teams as well with that pace because you know, in transitions he's gonna he's gonna hurt you and he's gonna kill you, and I think he's added finishing. I think his finishing has improved. He has that one that Thierry Henry one where he opens up his body and wants to bend into the far corner. He has that one down to a T, but obviously he's changing her up now where he can he can cut back across, but um. Yeah, he's been really good, and and even his demeanor around the World Cup. You see him before the games. Uh, you see him last night speaking to Morocco players before and after the game. He has a sort of a calmness about him in these games where he knows in the big moments he can produce. Yeah, awfully helpful as well if you're a World Cup winner at 19, which he was uh, four years ago. That always uh, helps matters. Griezmann, had, to me, has been the player of the tournament in ways. He's been more withdrawn. He's been a revelation. He's been everywhere. Yeah, he, do you know what the biggest thing for me is? We, normally with strikers that that drop back in, they're not willing to maybe run. And and the fact he's just so eager to run and go box to box and get on the ball, but get the ball back for his team. You can't say he's playing like he, the belly to the to the right of him and Mbappe to the left of him, and he covers that ground. That Mbappe, like you said, Mbappe won't track back, but he'll drop into that left midfield position and cover for him and be willing to do the run. And when you consider the career he's had and how he was thought of maybe four years ago as a luxury player, 
He's flipped that on the head, John, and he's willing to do the work for France. And that's where I think the World Cup still has a magic about it and that the players are just so willing to sacrifice whatever it takes for that that country to win a World Cup. And and he's been a revelation for them. And in fairness, Deschamps needs to take a lot of credit for that as well, John. Absolutely. Deschamps is probably the most underrated manager in the history of world football. Uh, the French defence, uh, obviously Koundé is not a natural right player. Theo Hernandez replaced his brother. Konate came in against Morocco, did well, and he got Varane there. What about that defence? I think Lloris has had a good World Cup. Yeah, I, do you know what? I was surprised at Lloris because I, I spoke to you about this on the football uh, Saturday show, and I think there's sometimes there's a mistake in Lloris, but for some reason with France, they don't seem to happen as much as he probably would with, with um, when he plays with his club team, Tottenham. Um, he's been excellent. Um, he's been really good. And obviously, he's captain of the team as well. He's won the World Cup previously with them. Canate has, has been really good. His pace and his power is so good. Hernandez does really well for the goal last night, but there's a rashness in him. We've seen that with the penalty he gives away against Mason Mount. Yeah. And I think the same with Toshimeni gives the penalty away against England as well, where he's he's tracking back and he's rash at times. So if they can if they can cut that out against Argentina, who will be wily around the box and and throw a leg and leave a leg there for it to be caught, and um, that's where they need to be careful and be a little bit more diligent in how they defend in, in, in vital times. Remember, market car football, all in association with Betway, get Ireland customer exclusive free bets, boosts and super boosts on the World Cup and more. 18 plus T's and C's apply. Bet the responsible way. Neck in the block time, Graham Gartland. I went for England to qualify last week. That was a flop. That was a loser. Um, I'm going to spend my 50 euro charity bet with thanks to Betway this week on Mbappe to win the golden boost. Both himself and Messi are on five goals. Messi's odds on. Mbappe is odds against at five to four. I think he's more of a, a, like a natural striker as opposed to a number 10. Uh, than Messi in this World Cup. I'm going to go 50-euro Mbappe to win the golden boot at odds of 5-4. to four. doesn't mean that uh, France are going to win because I find it impossible to call. How do you see it, Graeme? We heard the saying Argentina, but football's cruel and there's no sentiment in it. And I think that's where it'll probably be a stodgy game that might end up in like a 1-0 win for France. But my heart wants to... I'm going to go with my heart and that's that's the way I am as a person. So I'm going to go with Argentina, our pure sentiment. I'd like them to win. Uh, I'd like them to win for Messi. Uh, like you said, everything you've gone through uh, to this point, everything he's gone through as a player to this point where he's vilified in his own country, even though he was the best player in the world, I'd love him to do it. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to go with France. going to go with my heart on it. And, and Messi to get player of the tournament. You've got to go for Argentina with your heart, not your head. Sorry, I'm going to go with Argentina. Sorry, Argentina. going to go with my heart. Argentina to win it. Messi to get played at the tournament. Well, your heart is always the best place to go, Graham. And uh, Who are you I, going I with, John? I, I can't call it. I can't call it. I just do think it's written in the stars for Messi, but uh, I also agree with you that sports doesn't have any sentimentality in it. So I, I just want to enjoy it, and I can't wait for 3 o'clock on Sunday. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow for a new episode of Market Card, folks, to preview this weekend's horse race in action. Whatever of it goes ahead, and if, if the race meetings don't go ahead, we'll uh, look ahead to the Christmas festival and anti-post race, races as well. But the World Cup, 3 o'clock Sunday. I can't wait. Graeme Gartland, you're such a gent for coming on. Appreciate your time. Enjoy every moment on Sunday. I will indeed. I'll be watching it from Finland. Good man. You're going off to Lapland, are you? No, we're off to play a tournament with Shamrock Rovers. <laughs> okay, just as good. See you, Graham. Thanks. Thank you. Cheers. Bye bye. Mark your card in association with Betway.
Who are you backing? Underdog or favourite? 18 plus. Bet the responsible way. Visit dunlouis.net. <laughs>